0: Office box a box of chocolates. Would I hate them anyway? Cuz every time I have half a mind to leave you, babe, that means I have half
1: mind to stay.
2: It's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN FM and Arbor. Good evening. This is Mike. Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food and culture every Thursday evening at 6:30. And this is one of my favorite times of year because we have our annual celebration and exploration of the Lunar New Year as observed by the people of China and people of Chinese heritage. And my guests in the studio, as we have every year, are Amy C. Two. Hello. Hi, Amy. How you doing? Wonderful to be here again. Amy uh, of, has been a member of various Ann Arbor organizations, including the Ann Arbor Association of University— sorry, that's the National uh, the Association of—
3: American Association
2: of University of Women, Ann Arbor Branch. Gotcha. Thank you.
1: Always. Yeah, yeah. so
2: Amy two. <laughs> and uh, Carol Stepinchuk is here. Hi, Carol.
1: Hi. How are you?
2: Good. How are you? Fine. Thanks. Carol is from the U of M Center for Chinese Studies.
1: Mm-hmm. Actually, we have a new name now. Oh, yes, yes.
2: The right Lieberthal Rogel Center for Chinese Studies. Oh, okay. We maybe I didn't know that the Lieberthal Rogel Center for Chinese Mm -hmm. Studies. Okay, great. At the U of M. So, well, welcome to the Lunar New Year, and uh, we, as I said, we look at how uh, people in China and people of Chinese heritage celebrate the Lunar New Year. And this is uh, Amy was just mentioning a moment ago that this is the eighth day of the Lunar New Year.
3: Okay, altogether 15 days traditionally. Mm-hmm. So
2: people celebrate 15 years before they go back to work. <laughs> <laughs> and why is the eighth day such a lucky one, do you suppose, this one? Well, because
3: eight in Chinese sounds like fa and fa, and ba. So ba is eighth, fa is strike it rich. So, you know, you go to uh, California, all the phone numbers and uh, addresses all have at least one eight. Because uh-huh. everybody wants to strike it rich.
1: Uh-huh. Now you said bah. Are you, are you gonna? Are we gonna make that leap from ba uh-huh. to? <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. Good point. Yeah. This, yeah. this is yeah.
2: the year of the
1: go cheap ram or uh-huh. the great
2: controversy. The, the push uh-huh. me, pull you. No, it's <laughs> a different year. <laughs>
1: It's it's year of the young in Chinese. It's the young year, yang, yeah. And uh, yeah. but we like to look at the nuances in this, right? Yeah. And and we we seem to differ different regions. Yeah, yeah. Chi- it, yeah. Chinese are just thinking broad
3: term. Young is young, but then when <laughs> it's translated into English, that's where we got into trouble.
1: That's that's right. But I I was making a survey to see. What regions? What what they called
2: this animal? So,
1: if you're in San Francisco, it's it's a ram year. It's definitely year of the ram. Okay. St. Louis, you might expect it's a ram. Oh, there you yeah, go. Of course, yep. yes. And uh, but we we go to sheep. If you go to Sydney, New York. Toronto, it's all year of the sheep. Oh. Um, but Ann Arbor and Washington, and our capital, prefer goat. Um, really. So uh, so I <laughs> so it just depends where you are. Wow. But you know, if you look at the taxonomy, right, of the of of the sheep. Um, so just to, to clarify this, right, a male sheep is a is a ram. A okay. young sheep is a lamb, and then the female sheep. Is you, but nobody has said it could be, you know, year of the you.
2: Why not? <laughs> right, the year of the you. Why not?
1: Why not? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and so then there's the goat, and, and then there are the subtle differences between sheep and goat. Yeah, and then the picture. Yeah. You know, Chinese pictures for
3: the the year of the young would be a goat because um, most China ha- has goats and they had never seen ram. You know, big fat one or sheep, and sheep can be found mm-hmm. in Inner M- Mongolia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, people don't usually see big fat r- r- sheep. Mm.
1: I, <laughs> so, yeah, and the sheep, the sheep are fuller. They're bigger than goats. Yeah, they right. have bigger horns. They they like to cluster together. They they herd well together. They. Clover and grass, but the goats—the goats are the individualists. Oh, really? They go off on their own. They tend to eat whatever they want. They're Mm. they're a little—they're not as selective, and just far more independent.
2: So what cities, again, were, were the ones celebrating the Year of the Goat that you were talking about? I'm just trying to think.
1: Oh, Ann Arbor and, and D.C.
2: I was going to say maybe are we individualists in Ann Arbor oh, and, uh, D.C.? It. Oh, yeah. that's it. Yeah. That's it. That's
1: totally it. That must be
2: it. We were thinking that. Yes. <laughs>
1: anyway, it's utterly up to you
2: Oh, uh, yes. Oh, that's a beautiful thought. <laughs> Let's milk that for all well, it's I, worth. I didn't and, use
3: the sheep because I didn't yeah. want to be sheepish. Oh, no. Right? Not, not you, Amy. <laughs> no. No.
1: No. <laughs>
2: But you know, I'm looking at the you at the sticker here that uh, Carol has shared with me, and it says these wonderful things about the sheep. The sheep is polite and clever. The sheep is creative and artistic. The sheep is generous and kind-hearted. Sounds good.
1: It it, it, it but the sheep have been getting a bad rap in the zodiac. I would uh, think so. The, the people say. Uh, there was a rush to have babies born in, you know, Year of the Horse, so they wouldn't be Year of the Sheep. Oh, really? Mm. I thought that people <laughs> like to have babies
3: in the Year of the Dragon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Because yeah. the dragon is an admirable sign, right? It's a, it's a powerful sign. So people were horsing sign. around so they wouldn't have to go, yeah, go for the Year of the Sheep. Okay, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> you were you were you were gonna say something
3: uh... well, I was seeing the negative side of the the, oh, the sheep, sheep. Uh-huh. yeah Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, not very much, actually oh. fastidious, you oh. know. Mm. uh follower, oh definitely uh,
1: uh-huh. complacent uh-huh. no you know, not very
3: seriously I think if you have negative,
1: that, yeah but they fret <laughs> the sheep fret a lot oh. they they like to fret i don't I don't know they they also like to work with interiors. They're very domestic and, and they like to create ambiance. Oh, okay. I, I, that's, yeah. that's
2: uh, Interesting. Doesn't sound so bad, really. No. Well, there was a, uh, an article I noticed in the discovery called The Big Young Theory. Oh, no. <laughs> and uh, it mentioned yeah, we're getting with the puns here. It's, yeah, oh, go for it. Curious <laughs> punishment. It mentions that the goat is a mountain young. A sheep is a soft young, and the Mongolian gazelle is a yellow young. Do these sound familiar oh, to you at no. all?
1: Mountain goat, no. Shan yellow Shen young.
2: Never heard of it. Huh. That
1: makes sense, though. Yeah. I could, I could, I could picture that. Yeah, the dictionary. Mountain
3: uh, young is definitely a goat.
1: Yeah, ah. yeah. Shan yang. Yeah, mm. exactly.
2: But a yellow young—that's interesting to me. A
1: huang Huang young. i, I, don't, hmm. never I don't know. never heard of it. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> it also said, uh, "Folklorists say it does not matter which one is used." since the zodiac sign was chosen for the chinese character's auspicious connotation rather than the specific animal
1: oh yeah at least in the
2: beginning they okay. said okay
1: okay well uh, actually the you want to talk about the chinese puns the word for sheep being young is is also a pun for um sounds the same as the yang and yin yin yang the yang right, right? Uh-huh. and yeah. so we know the uh, complementary opposites. Masculine, what? Uh, and uh-huh. Strong, sunny side. Uh, uh, very, very positive. Not that the yin is negative. It is negative, <laughs> but in a well, positive way. Yeah, so we want <laughs> They have to be
3: balanced.
1: Yes. You know? Yeah. Nothing yep.
3: is good, <laughs> absolutely good. It has
1: to be balanced. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> you, you're so right. But three sheep together, three young. That's very auspicious, uh, because, you know, in that fortune-telling chronicle, the divination text, the I Ching, um, uh, there are 64 hexagrams, (laughs) and each hexagram is made up of broken and unbroken lines, and so the unbroken ones are yin, Um, I'm sorry, the unbroken ones are yang, the broken ones are yin, Um, but three unbroken lines are three yang lines, three yang, or three, which means strength. That's good.
2: Yeah. Mm, wow! So, I
1: don't so know if people can, can can imagine.
3: That? Oh, yeah! Imagine <laughs> this—the uh, picture. You know, mm, if you picture. can look at the uh, the national flag of the South Korea, then you'll see it. There's in there. The,
1: the, oh, the the Bagua, the, yeah, the right. trigrams, right. that comprise the hexagrams. Yeah.
2: Wow, <laughs> this is this is more than I've learned more in five seconds than I think I've known <laughs> in the last five years. That's there's so much interest. There's so many layers of interest in all of this. <laughs>
1: there, there are, we should throw the I Ching next time. That's another, yeah, another event. It'll be participatory. We'll we'll <laughs> do some fortune telling, definitely actual divination. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: Now there's a song I'd like to play. Um, says here from this singer, it's sheep we're up against. Oh. So we're going to, as you can see, this is not the negative. This is the negative connotation. He sings, when you see a cane, I see a crook. And when you see a crowd, I see a flock. It's sheep we're up against. So oh. this, is, this is somebody who doesn't have a positive connotation with sheep, at least this song. These are the House Martins, which is a whole other animal. Oh. And we're going to hear their, their take on that real quick here. This is uh, the House Martins on Pandora's Lunchbox.
3: Great. <sighs>
4: I've worn lariats When you see a cane, I see a clock i
2: One vote against Year of the Sheep right there. That is the uh, House Martins and sheep. It's sheep we're up against. <laughs> so, many, many of them. Oh yes, many, many. But they have nice wool.
1: They, they're good. That's they, nice. they, yeah.
2: This is Pandora's Lunchbox, and it's our Lunar New Year celebration. It's the eighth lucky day of the Lunar New Year. Right. I'm here with Amy C. Two and oh. Carol Stepanchuk as... Uh, we do this once a year, and it's always a lot of fun. And uh, I want to talk just a little bit first about, uh, I hear we're going to go to a hot pot pretty soon. <laughs> but first of all, um, a little bit about the hongbao.
3: The hongbao. Did I oh. pronounce hongbao? Yeah. Well, yeah. The, red envelope?
2: The traditional red envelope?
3: Oh, I... Well, it means a lot of things because it, on New Year's Day, the elders will give children a hongbao, a red envelope with Fresh uh, money, mm-hmm. you know, really clean bills. It's a uh, lucky money. Yeah. But uh, Hongbao could mean something else, like bribes. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, uh, you give a Hongbao to uh, an official or mm-hmm. go give it to a doctor so a doctor will take care of you. That's Hongbao, that's bad. And uh, then in China, I understand that they have a campaign against uh, corruption. So no hongbao goes around anymore.
1: For yeah, for those but but family hongbao. Yeah, still. family hongbao. Yeah, hung bao is yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: right.
2: And as a matter of fact, I was looking at this uh, online. There is now e hongbao. Oh really? Electronic hongbao. Oh,
3: so you save the paper. You oh, can do that. Yes, and it's a digital
1: version. Yes,
2: it says here more than one hundred million people sent gifts gift money via mobile apps during the ongoing Chinese Lunar New Year holiday. According to Alibaba, which is a huge internet yes. company, yes, uh, the period from last Wednesday through Saturday was a peak time for giving money with a total of amounting to 652 million US dollars paid via the platform. It also says that uh, Alipay suggested that, unlike the tradition of elders giving red envelopes to children, over half of those sending e-hongbao were people in their 20s. From Shanghai, Beijing, and other cities.
1: They, they were sending the money yes. to to their old, elderly relatives? Uh, I don't, uh, I don't relative? know. They didn't say who they were sending it oh, to. <laughs> <laughs> <Maybe> they're, <laughs> they're loaded. Yeah. They've, they've got extra money to There you go. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Also, uh, now how do you pronounce Y-U-A-N? I'm sorry, the, the currency. Yuan. 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 Uh, so lucky money payments of one yuan mm-hmm. were the most popular choice. But also, Ing Hongbao in 88 yuan denominations were very popular. Well, and 88, 88. again.
1: Ah, yeah, strike it
2: rich. Baba. Uh, black. No,
1: we won't, <laughs> We mm. won't go there.
2: <laughs> so 88, again, 8 sounds like the word for strike it rich. So 88 yuan.
3: Baba. Yeah, that's very good. In yeah. Appropriate baba.
2: in the year of the, the ram sheep. or sheep, right? Yes. Baba, black mm-hmm.
1: sheep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there
2: you go. So hot pots, you were going to... Oh, Stew those up from uh, money to hot pots. Yeah. Yes. Right.
3: <laughs> so we're talking about food now. Um, right. Now, um, now, people don't really uh, know that you Chinese do eat lamb. You know, I don't know you go around Ch- Chinese restaurants in Ann Arbor if you get a lamb dish, but you know Chinese do eat lamb, and probably people don't know that half of the Chinese population, west of Xi'an, are all Muslims. You you'd be surprised to to know that and uh, you cannot go to Xi'an and get pork. You know, it's very difficult yeah. to get pork. So and then the rest of the countries begin to eat sheep and uh, no, lamb in mm-hmm. in their food. In what way? In a hot pot. Okay. So, um, Carol, would you like to describe what a hot pot is? Oh no,
1: you go for it amy i'll uh-huh. i'll i'll um uh there is a, a little sheep hot pot chain <laughs> that uh-huh. that uh is promoting a kind of lamb bone hot pot oh um, hey, where uh, this is this is in northern China, and, oh, and um, we're talking. but you yeah, but you can get lamb even in Shanghai in the markets, right? And, so it's getting and,
3: more popular. Yeah, right. And then hot pot traditionally is a pot in the middle of the table, and then people would put in their food and then get the soup and the cooked food out. But these days. People don't do that anymore. You know, you know, who wants to eat whatever you just put in the soup? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so no common soup anymore. Oh, so okay. um, I think yeah, in, in I mean. Ann Arbor there's a Korean restaurant, Soul Garden, uh, mm-hmm. off of Eisenhower. They have the same thing as what I saw in Taiwan in December. They have the individual hot pots. Imagine a table of many people sitting together. Everyone has a, a stove mm-hmm. in front of them. So then the, then the waitress would bring a, a pot and put in the soup, and then you decide what you want to buy, and then you eat it yourself. But you still eat with many
1: people. So
2: it was traditionally one really big hot pot, and a bunch of people threw a bunch of stuff in and ate whatever it was? It's the modular,
1: modular way. Ah. Yeah, 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 right.
3: Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. so I eat mine and you eat yours. Yeah, right. Uh, but we're still together. Right, yeah. Yes.
2: So it hasn't turned into an e-hot pot yet. I don't know how that would work. (laughs) (laughs) But things do change, yeah.
1: They do, they do. Yeah, right. Neat nuances. So, so... The lamb, lamb and sheep mm-hmm. um, are in the western regions of China. So we're looking at Xinjiang, but these are the steppe lands, right? right. Um, uh, where the Turkic and the Uyghur and Kazakh, right. um, uh, many Muslims probably. There's a. I think China's population is over 20 million Muslims, and and so sheep being. Uh, the main, this main food, yeah. and uh, uh, there are a lot of sheep in China too. We've got a statistic on that: 150 million sheep. Wow! Oh, mm. <laughs> um, well, they have so to produce
2: for, some wool.
1: They do. They do. Well, um, if
2: they ever rise up, you know that would be an interesting event. <laughs> 150 million sheep. <laughs>
1: it, it, there they are. Uh, so, um, I and foods that you would eat with um with lamb or the spices that you might have with it or um uh you can add cardamom you can add um uh ginger with lamb too i mean yeah chinese eat uh, cardamom well going going west west okay. west, west. Okay. <laughs> right 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 yeah closer to india <laughs> yeah 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 um
3: and then also, you actually can't do anything. It's like a Mongolian barbecue. Mm-hmm. You, know, you can have your own sauce, your own ingredients, your own vegetables. Uh, yeah. And, and also, in Taiwan at least, people are very busy. They don't have time to cook. You know, so the whole family go to a hot pot restaurant. Oh, and, there you go. Uh, you'll have fresh food.
1: Right. And and what makes it so easy to cook is that because you have you have small slices, um, right. maybe uh, fillets or or right. whatever, and and it just takes minutes. Right. Um, you can deep fry though. You can deep fry your lamb too. Oh really? Yeah, right. lamb, Wow. Mm. <laughs> I've never had a wow.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: That's wonderful. Now I have another interesting uh, thought here. I, I you know, we we the lunar new year is of course uh, celebrated in china and among people of chinese descent but also uh, in many other parts of asia and i found a little bit of information here about how the lunar new year is celebrated in vietnam mm-hmm. now that now I'm, i could basically do a series of shows but mm-hmm. there's so many so many rich details we could look into but this is just a snapshot of that um The Vietnamese believe that the first visitor a family receives in the year determines their fortune for the entire year. Ooh. So people never enter any house on the first day without being invited first. According to Vietnamese tradition, if good things come to the family on the first day of the Lunar New Year, the entire following year will also be full of blessings. Usually, a person of good temper, morality, and success will be the lucky sign for the host family and be invited first into the house. Oh, However, just to be safe, the owner of the house will leave the house a few minutes before minute, midnight and come back just as the clock strikes midnight to prevent anyone else from entering the house first, who might potentially bring any unfortunate events in the new year to the threshold.
1: Oh, wow. my.
3: Now, this is a very rigid, you know, Chinese are loosey goosey. They would mm-hmm. never follow this kind of rituals. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Yeah, I've never heard of such a thing.
1: Uh but there is isn't there a version the first day where it is invited guests, right? Or family, very close family. And so each each of the days it's a different different group of relatives. That's that, a
3: very old tradition. These yeah. days it's the uh, people um f- you know family would visit an elderly uh family friend. You know, uh-huh. like a, a the father's or grandfather's generation just to uh-huh uh, how do you translate bai nian? almost like uh, to pay respect right at the uh, fir- on the first
2: day of Chinese New Year mm.
1: yeah 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 uh-huh. so wow interesting yeah. right.
2: <laughs> it is now I definitely need to do more research into that as to uh, whether that is more of a traditional uh, way of observing the New Year in or whether that has changed through the years, but it's something I need to uh, right. look into. So and,
1: and how social media might affects the, affect yeah, this, too. Right. I, yeah, right. and just yeah. how we deal with distance. Yeah, I was thinking that eventually we'll have
3: eHotPod and you only have a picture. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you'll be hungry.
1: Well, you'll have an app where you can, <laughs> you you know, get together with and, all and, your
2: friends and oh, huddle in front of your uh, iPads and look at eHotPods. hotpots. <laughs> But you'll be together. You just won't look at each together. other. Yeah. That's, you can that's text the, each, text the person next to you and ask how their e-hot pot is. <laughs> yeah. So, there. That's it. There that's you go. It, for sure. Well, I have a song about mutton that um, <gasps> Ooh, oh, really? That uh, Arwolf helped me to find. I asked him for oh. help with mutton, and he's uh, he's the mutton man, as far the as The mutton goes. man. He has found for me a wonderful tune by Gracie Fields called, Will You Love Me When I'm Mutton? <laughs> oh. With Ray Noble and his orchestra. This is from 1938, and uh, a very rich British accent on this one. So uh, let's listen closely, and shall we listen to this story here? Let's do that.
0: Yeah, I with nice a One of four of five. Don't talk to me about lamb. I'm proper upset you should whatever what I've heard this morning. Two little lambs were in a field of clothing. A he lamb and a she lamb. I'll explain. The she lamb gave the he lamb the one over. Then tenderly she bleached this refrain Will you love me when I'm mutton? As you do know I am lamb. Bah, bah black sheep, tell me do. Tell me do! Will you love me when I'm mutton? Like a true. Talk to
2: Gracie Fields, will love you forever and ever. Gracie Fields, will you love me when I'm mutton? This is Pandora's Lunchbox. Arwolf coming up in just a moment with Face the Music. And we're wrapping up our look at the Lunar New Year as celebrated and commemorated by people in China and people of Chinese heritage. And um, you had some thoughts now about some food, I believe?
3: Yeah. Well, we want to have a good year, healthy year. So I suggest, I encourage people to um, put... Vinegar in their food and uh, sesame oil in their food to lower their cholesterol Mm -hmm. and uh, blood pressure and uh, to have um, less frequency of cold, common cold.
1: And what was, you were saying something about breathing in vinegar? Yes, that's uh, friends from Suzhou Suzhou, mm -hmm.
3: uh, taught me that just boil the vinegar and inhale the vapor. When you think you have a tickling in your throat. No, not when you are dying in bed and that's too late. (laughs) Uh, Vinegar usually is a cleanser, so uh, uh, it's uh, faster than vitamin C if you believe in vitamin C. So, that's uh, that I encourage people to uh, cook or put sesame oil, uh, (coughs) rich in in saturated fat. A monosaturated fat, and then so it's an experiment already showed that um, sesame oil is good to reduce your cholesterol level and your blood pressure,
2: and tastes mighty good too.
1: Yeah, there we go. I'm 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 definitely going to do that tablespoon of vinegar every (laughs) every day, every day. And, well, one other thing, we have to, <clears throat> it, it always, um, uh, it's always fun to pay attention to the nighttime sky. And as we go through the new year, um, because the Chinese new year, the lunar new year, start on a new moon and lasts for two weeks, um, 15 days until the, the new moon then turns to a full moon. So we're halfway there. And in another week, uh, it'll be technically the last day of the lunar celebration, but the moon will be full. And, and so we'll, we'll have a beautiful night, I'm sure. It, and, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, but then there's also lots of celebration that, that ties in with the, with the full the moon. For the lantern too. festival. Right. The lantern
2: festival. And one more mention before we go. Uh, Sunday, March 15th at Washtenaw Community College uh, to celebrate the year of the ram or sheep. Or, or, goat. Goat. or you. Or, or you, yes. There aren't <laughs> enough cultural references to you. There really should be. Um, this is uh, a benefit for uh, scholarships for Washtenaw Community College students. And uh, it's at Towsley Auditorium at Washtenaw Community College, Sunday, March 15th. And um, you can find information at by...
3: At 5.30. C- so it just... Uh, and uh, this is sponsored by the Chinese uh, American Society of Ann Arbor.
2: Okay. okay. And can we give a number on the air? Sure. Or, okay. This 734-332-0390.
3: 734 390 If you are interested in this uh, annual fundraiser event for charity,
2: call Amy. Mm-hmm. There you go. Well, thank you so much, Amy and Carol. Thank ha- you. Happy Lunar New Year to you. And, young
1: all the way. <laughs> and have a
2: an, uh, have a wonderful new year. Likewise. Thank you. You too, yeah. you too. Thank you for listening. Arlo will be here to help us face the music in mere seconds. This is WCBN FM in Arbor. Keep on listening and never ever ever stop doing that.
4: This concludes our transmission to Oceania. However, listeners in East Asia may continue listening on the following shortwave frequencies. 6110, 7230, 9565, 9760, 15160, and 15425 kHz. You are listening to the latest- CBN-FM Ann Arbor, bringing you music from around the world.
2: Good evening. Welcome to Face the Music. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Mike's guests, What a marvelous show that was. I'd like to celebrate by opening tonight's program with a record made in 1926 by Cook and his Dreamland Orchestra up in Chicago. Mike and guests, this is for you. It's called Brown Sugar. I have to hit the right button, though.